0: Welcome to Do the Hard Thing, episode 10, 10 episodes in. I am Jason Archer, creator, freedom seeker, leader of self, full-time student, and part-time teacher of self-mastery, and today's theme is money and what you need to do to get it. So turn up the volume, put down the distractions, and let's kick this off. Now have you ever started on a path that you felt held a great deal of meaning for you, and then for whatever reason you couldn't move toward the outcomes you wanted to create? Whether it was a mental, physical, or spiritual target you sought, it didn't matter. There was some part of you that refused to move. This podcast is born out of that specific idea. Do the Hard Thing is an exploration in human movement. So, in the last episode, I spoke about things that don't always expand when you focus on them. And today, I want to talk about the number one thing that this applies to. Money. I don't care how long you focus on money or think about $100 bills in your head. It's not going to do you any good when it comes to getting more money. Money doesn't give a shit about your metaphysical beliefs, your dream board, or the number of hours you work. It doesn't care about your needs. It doesn't care about your wants. God isn't going to give it to you. The universe isn't going to magically increase the amount in your accounts. No, my friends, money only comes to you for one reason and for one reason only. And to understand that reason, you have to first understand what money is and what it isn't. So let's unpack this and get to that sinewy meat of the matter. getting money is not magic or voodoo, it's simply a skill. So things like taxing people who know how to make more money is like taking the mic away from your best singer in the choir and giving it to your second chair. It's punishing someone for being successful in a given field. It's childish, it's stupid, and you're better off learning the skill than you are creating bad karma around other people. So remember, anyone you harm in any way comes back to you. And if you believe we're all connected, then harming another is harming yourself. But I digress. So if you have some bills handy, some 5s, 10s, 50s, 100s, 20s, whatever you have, pull out a few, take a look at them and ask yourself how you came by them. Did you get money in exchange for your time working a job? This is the most common way that most people earn money. In fact, 95% of the population will acquire their money this way. Or maybe you got money from a product or service you yourself made or performed for someone. You know how to build websites, for example, so you sold a website project to a small business and they paid you directly for your production as a specialist. Or maybe you started a business helping people get fit. They then in turn buy memberships to your gym, and once all the bills are paid and the government steals its tax money, you get to keep what's left over it could be that your business does really well and you make enough money from your gym memberships business that you have some surplus or capital as it's called and with this capital you lend it at interest or you buy stock in another company or otherwise invest it in such a way that it grows and comes back to you in greater amounts through your investment activities whichever way the money you have ended up in your wallet I can promise you it represents one thing and one thing only to all the parties involved in any of the transactions I mentioned above. Any idea what that might be? Alright, well I won't keep you in suspense for too long here. Let's just go through these. If we look at the case where you invested money in a company, what happened here was value was traded for value. You give me $5,000 and I give you 5% of my company, for example. You have an extra five dollars that needed to be invested, and I needed 5k to grow my business so we agreed to trade your cash for an interest in my company your cash in this case was just a store of value to my business that value might look like new equipment a faster or better technical system it might be the hourly wages of a new employee that we need to work the front desk all of which helped me grow and at the same time make your business interest that much more valuable along the way so as an investor you risk capitable capitable that's not even a word let's try that again you risk capital (laughs) by buying in and get paid over and above your investment only when the business does well and not only returns your capital it gives you a return on investment maybe two years later your 5k of value is returned to you as 15k of value money flows toward value in the case where you own a business and you're paid by the business once everyone else is paid again value is traded for value your customers and clients buy your gym membership in exchange for better results in their bodies in order for this business to continue to grow and expand you have to deliver on your clients expectations they're trading money for the value of the results they get in their bodies their fees go to pay the landlord the power company the water company the ISP the coaches the suppliers and yes big brother All these people get paid because a businessman decided to provide value to the marketplace. In this case, specifically the fitness space. Again, money flows toward value. If you're that web dynamo that sold a website as a freelancer to to a company, a small company, your client is expecting you to provide the website they asked you to provide. In exchange for that service, you're paid a fee. Again, money flows toward value. Your client valued the website at, say, $2,500. You agree to those terms as a service provider, and as a result, you get a $2,500 payday in this example. Lastly, you have the employee who trades time for money. Now, she, too, is providing value. Maybe she works running a register at the grocery store, or maybe she works as a lawyer at the law firm downtown. In both cases, she's trading her hours for a predetermined, agreed-upon amount of money. The grocery store and the law firm sell something. And because they do, they need people who can stock shelves or read volumes of law in service to their clients. And if you're hired to do that, you're trading the value you bring as a person for the value the company provides in the form of a steady paycheck. You know, maybe you don't want to be the guy who hunts down dinner or lands the big corporate account, but you're more than happy to butcher the meat or provide an extra legal mind to an important case. And for those services, money flows to you, Or more specifically, money flows toward the value you provide as an employee. Money always flows toward value. It goes where it's treated best. People who honor money for the store of value it is and for the wealth and freedom it will create for themselves and their families and others always have money. People who believe money is a bad thing and then it's the root of all evil, which interestingly is always taken out of context, and so for those of you who don't know, the entire phrase is, the love of money is the root of all evil, not money itself. So, but it's interesting though, these people who, who believe money's a bad thing or think it's evil never seem to have any, but they spend the vast majority of their lives working for it or seeking it out. And it will never come to these people. Money does not respond to want or need. It simply flows to anyone creating value. So, if you want some extra money today, then do the hard thing Get off your ass and go provide value to someone. I promise you, someone close to you needs help with something. Maybe it's preparing healthy meals, and you can do that for them in exchange for a fee. And if you're good, maybe that's your business idea. Whatever the case, you elevate yourself by elevating the service you provide to others. You make yourself more valuable to the market. And anyone can do this. It just requires a little go-to-fucking-work. Now think about it. Where can you apply this principle to your life? Get after it and let the market be your guide. That's it for today, guys. Thanks for listening. And if you found value in this message, be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google, CastBox, or Stitcher. Share this with those you know need to hear it on social. And I'll see you back here in the next episode. This is Jason Archer signing off. Now go and do the hard thing.